Tafari, could you speak for me real quick? I believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. People change so that you can learn to let go. Things go wrong so that you can learn to appreciate them when they're right. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. People change so that you can learn to let go. Things go wrong so that you can learn to appreciate them when they're right. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. Man, that that that's from uh Tafari Speaks off of Instagram. Check check out that uh that page or that person or entity or however it is that they would like to be acknowledged. I do acknowledge and appreciate uh that that word of wisdom. It's great that that's a great way to look at things. Um but something is can I get the the music? Papa. Go ahead. Papa. You are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Today's date is Tuesday, a thoughtful Tuesday. We're going to call it Thoughtful Tuesday, a thoughtful Tuesday, September 20th, 6.54 a.m. It's 6.54. I'm knocking right at you, motherfucking dog. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. I do use foul language and I have a potty mouth. If you stick around long enough, you will be able to decipher or distinguish the difference. First and foremost, I must give flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. Happy Tuesday, people. Uh, I hope I hope this podcast finds you all in a great place. It could be the morning, the the, the noon, uh, the evening, or the nighttime. I hope you're well. Whenever this podcast reaches you, I do hope that you are in a good place mentally and physically and hopefully spiritually as well. My name is Justice, man. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to a good listen. All right, today is Tuesday, and I opened up the podcast with an adaptive way of looking at things. You know, a lot, it's easy. For me, I, I, I'm going to speak about myself because I don't know how other people fall into some of these 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 uh, 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 circular thought patterns. You know, it, it's always something that keeps us down. And usually that's something that keeps us down. The something is one thing, and it's us. And, 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 and as much as I stutter... I constantly grasp, I constantly try to grasp from the air a clearer way to get my message across or, 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 or to actually get people to understand what it is that I'm doing over here on my platform. I think that conversation, I, I think that love, and I think that peace can all be accomplished to, to and through 
a certain degree. I, I believe these things. And it all starts with conversation. That's where everything starts. But we cannot have these conversations without being thoughtful of each other. And when, we, when we're actually accepting that, that we're stepping outside of ourselves to understand someone else, that is being thoughtful of other people. At least that's how I like to approach things is before I go on one of my little things, I like to know a little bit about the person I'm talking to because usually I don't just talk to anybody, but know a little bit about the people or the person that it is that I'm talking to and try to understand exactly what was going on with them when they grew up because I know for a fact what was going on with me has a lot to do with who it is that I am right now. A lot of shit that was going on with me as a child growing up has a lot to do with how I perform, how, how a lot of things work in my life. And before, you know, uh, uh, I go all the way into what, what it is that I want to talk about, um, I just want to stick on this because it is segueing into it, so stick with me. If we, if we just take a second, I try to take a second to think about these things when I have conversations with people or when I hear people make obnoxious, I mean, just just stupid-ass statements, especially because now everybody has a loudspeaker. Everybody wants a little bit of, a, of attention, but really what they want is just a nod from the people that they like. But I take into account that these people are usually only working with the tools that it is that was given to them from their parents who have the tools that was given to them from their parents and so on and so on and so on. So it doesn't necessarily surprise me when I hear stupidity at a concentrated form. It does not at all surprise me, especially if if the tools that you've been handed down are generationally broken. And the only thing that you know how to do with those tools is use them the way that the person who gave you the tools used to use them. There are, uh, uh, if you own just a regular screwdriver, get on the internet. Get on the internet, and I bet you, you type in screwdriver, they're going to show you some shit that you didn't know you could do with a regular ass school screwdriver. But if you only know it to do its one function, that's the only way that it's going to to function for you. This is my understanding of most things, of most people. A lot of people don't want to evolve, especially when they get into a space of comfort. And comfort is a killer. Comfort will fucking kill you. It will fucking kill you. I believe we all should be highly adaptable, highly ready to shift, change, move, to do whatever it is that we need to do to fit into a space of survival. But it's been a new narrative in our culture that we should always be comfortable. And most of the time, you don't get growth out of that comfort. Most of the time, you get cemented in your old ways. And back to what I was talking about, you get cemented in those tools. And I've come up with a term for these tools. And this isn't anything bad towards our parents. This isn't anything bad towards our grandparents. This is just a simple fact. This is the nature of what it is that, that, that happens when knowledge is passed down. 
A lot of things can happen. Interpretation gets in the way. Perception gets in the way. A lot of things can get in the way when knowledge is passed down. And most of the time when that knowledge is passed down, you get generational disabilities. And these disabilities, they come in many different forms. They can come in racism. They can come in in just the simplest, stupidest shit ever. Some of the shit that we do as black people can be ridiculous. Like a whole bunch of people put it on Instagram, and I'm not making this up, nor can I remember where I saw it at, but we literally season our bathtubs with comment and walk away from that motherfucker and let it marinate. That's some generational shit. It literally is some generational shit. Or uh, uh, washing chicken. And, and, and the funny thing, I'm going to put a pin in with this generational shit. The funny thing is I've been wanting to, I've been finding a way to talk about, trying to find a way to talk about this washing the chicken thing. Uh, I've never in my life seen so many people worried about how black people eat chicken. But yet and still, they love the way that black chickens, they, they, they love the way that black people's chicken taste. I've never seen it before. There's, whole, there's a whole Instagram series where one white guy tries to convince you that you shouldn't wash your chicken. Listen, you're, you're spreading salmonella poison. Uh, if you don't believe me, Samantha, hi, Bob. I'm Samantha, and Bob's definitely right. You don't want to wash your chicken. You're going to kill somebody. That washing of the chicken was done when it still had feathers and the bitch. Shut the fuck up. Where the fuck do you eat your chicken at? Who make the best fried chicken? Why in the fuck do y'all care about how black people eat chicken? I just been waiting for a reason to ask that question. Why in the fuck do you give a fuck about how we cook our food? You don't season most of yours. So why in the fuck is it that you worry about how the fuck it is that we cook our chicken? I've been waiting to get that ran out for the longest. I've been trying to find a space for it. I found it right there. Stop that. Stop telling people how to cook their chicken. Shit. You don't go over to third world countries and tell nobody how to eat their goddamn food. Don't stop telling people how to eat their food. Now, if, 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 if you're white and you don't season your food, I don't have anything to say to you, okay? I just don't want to eat dinner at your house. <laughs> But anyway, back to what I was talking about in such of a serious manner. Uh, these generational disabilities, they're handed down blindly by our parents and blindly by their parents. And sometimes we start to fall into these tropes. We start to fall into these systems that just come naturally because it happened to us. It's almost like a rite of passage for us to deal it to our children. And I believe that's a generational disability. You know, hard times. If you grew up in the 80s, you kind of know what hard times is. But if you grew up in the 70s, you know what different hard times. And you can keep subtracting time until they started recording time. And I promise you, it got harder and harder and harder to exist. But some of these methods and practices and beliefs, they have survived the age of time. You know, Father Time don't lose no fights. I ain't never heard Father Time get his ass whooped. But it's funny how certain shit just won't go away. The idea of racism won't go away. It will, I, I, under my belief, it's going to take another hundred, it's going to take another thousand years. I almost said a hundred years. I'm crazy as hell. Another thousand years for people to, or, or aliens 
We're going to need that to get out of some of these these generational beliefs and shit to understand exactly how important we are to each other, not only just as a species, but but the 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 takeaway from from conversations with people that are not of the same culture as you and so many of the same things that you have in common and then you have the experiences and stuff that you can you could definitely draw from and 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 put into your perspective and 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 extract a whole different message than the person who was actually telling you their story and that person can do the same thing with your story it is it is such of a wonderful thing when you find good company but good company is not one of the tools that we are trying to pass down that's what i am seeing it is the new culture is fuck you and i'm the one to talk because i say it at the end of every one of my podcasts and i say it in a jokingly whoa in a jokingly matter in a jokingly manner i'm sorry I hit something and something made some noise. I had to look at everything. Anyway, uh, when I say when I say fuck you, I mean fuck you in a friendly way, like a nice slow fuck, like a gentle fuck, but a fuck you definitely. You know, it, it, it's it's cool. But now when you get on the internet, the first thing that someone has to say, it doesn't matter if you're saying something positive. It doesn't matter if you're saying something negative. Oh, fuck you, you too broke-ass nigga. First thing somebody want to say. We're not passing down any good generational uh, 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 tools or, 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 or we're not passing down this generational thing that can be, be harnessed and used to, to, to subtract the time that we've lost. And, and, and when I say the time that we, 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 we lost, I often wonder... How smarter I would be now if I would have embraced some of the things that my elders were telling me, the things that I pushed back against, and what made me push back against those things. I do wonder how much more smarter we would all be if we just sat down and listened to people, if we sat down and tried to understand a little bit more about not only ourselves, but other people also. I constantly contemplate on these things, constantly contemplate how much better things could be. And in that contemplation, I always come to a state of recognition, understanding that in only for us to understand what is good, we have to always be reminded of what is bad. And in these 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 little theories and shit that I go through in my head before I record, understanding that we need bad to have good and we need good to have bad. Can't we make bad a little bit more good? Can't we raise the level of bad just a little bit? And I don't mean get get worse. I mean, let's make good bad and let's make great good. So just up the level a little bit. Is is that possible? I hope that makes sense to another crazy person that's out there in the world. But these generational disabilities, they they it, 
they have us on this pathway of never being able to evolve in a in a timely manner that could help not only our generation while we live, but could definitely influence the next generation. It's easy to talk about love and peace and unity and support and all that, but when you don't do it, when you say it publicly, but you don't do it in your home, what messaging does that send to your children? What messaging does that also start to cement in your brain? When you say, all I got to do is get on the internet and say, I'll support, I'll do this, or I'll do that. But then you don't do it. And all you do is just say that you're going to do the support. Say that that's what it is that you do, is support. What do you think that builds in your brain? Because for, my, for, for how I look at things, it's the beginning of, of making it okay to, to lie to yourself. And then be okay with that lie. Because truth be told, a lot of people are not helping each other. They all have lanes. And there's nothing wrong with having your lane. But we must all be reminded that we are on a highway. (laughs) We are on a highway. And even if we weren't on a highway and a two-way street, there's still two lanes. And sometimes somebody might get in front of you and you just might have to pass their ass. These generational disabilities that I talk about are apparent right now in the time that it is that we live in. And, and a lot of people have so many different takes about this Fat Joe shit. So many different takes about this Fat Joe shit. Now, what I'm about to do is going completely against a lot of the things that it is that I usually do. And, and, and I'll fucks with who it is that I'm about to get on. Because I'll fucks with him thick. I listen to most of his shit. I support his work and everything. But we must actually not just hold Fat Joe accountable for what we saw happen. We must hold Charlemagne, the God, responsible also. Because he was sitting there in real time and in dealing with what area that it is that he deals with. And that's in the psychiatry area and in the mental health space. He could have easily identified that something is fucking wrong with Fat Joe. Something, something is fucking wrong with Fat Joe. It's that simple. It's that it, people want to get all into this deep theory about about uh, uh, him supporting this and him supporting that. Okay, yeah, he said some stupid ass shit. Yeah, great. But then again, he's on brand. You can't knock him for not being on brand, right? His fucking crew is called the Terror Squad. Now listen, I ain't got nothing against Fat Joe. You say whatever the fuck it is that you want to say. I do. I don't hurt anybody. I don't do anything to anybody except for voice my fucking opinion. But what he said on that stage, he cannot only he cannot be the only one held accountable. Charlotte was sitting right there. And then agreeing with him because he name dropped a couple of people who died in the hood. I don't know, but this is a news bulletin to a lot of people. When you're in the ghetto, in the hood, and then your voice is projected on a speaker, even if you don't have what it is that you say you have, you have what it is that you say you have because you got attention. You got more attention than the motherfucker listening to you. 
you got more clout than the motherfucker that could hear you. They can't hear themselves. Now, if you put yourself in, and, and listen to me, I, I, like I said, I, I really don't like that many rappers. I know rappers. Most of them, they're fucking liars. So, so when, when you hear this type of shit coming out of Fat Joe, it should not be surprising. But Charlotte was sitting there, and he could have easily said, but wait, don't you think, but wait, what's wrong? With the question, they know each other, right? They're friends. I'm pretty sure he's been, he he has to know Joe to get Joe on his show. You know, Joe has a, Fat Joe's, uh, 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 his ascension into the rap game since I believe it was 96. Was it 90? Oh, let me get that right before I, 92? I believe it was 92. He came into the game. Let me see. Yes, 92. He came into the game. And 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 when he came into the game, every two to four years, there's been there has been uh criminal incidents and, and things. I'm not gonna talk about this man's personal life on here. That's for y'all to figure the fuck out. It don't take nothing but two clicks and a scroll to see what's going on and what exactly influence that he has had in his culture because he's not black. Fat Joe the gangster. On Wikipedia, Doug Gangster, Fat Joe, Doug, what did you expect Doug Gangster to say? What did you expect? Well, well, well I, I don't understand this, but I know what I expected out of somebody who I respect and still respect. I just, I just know for a fact that sometimes in the moment we get neglectful because we're in that hot space. It's hard for me to jump on here and just say what it is that I want to say without using all kind of words that, that might offend certain people because of how they feel. And sometimes how you feel, it, 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 it's, it's not more powerful than the truth. And the truth is Charlemagne had a moment right there just to press back, and he paused. He, he, he shook a little bit. And that's his job, wanting to be a, a journalist or wanting to be someone who is considered as an interviewer. You should be able to question anything to anybody. And if that is unquestionable when it comes, uh, maybe they had some shit, some, some pre-signed shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just know Fat Joe shouldn't have went there talking about a young black man getting killed. You shouldn't have went there, bro. You don't live in the hood. I hate that. If you don't live in the hood and you a rapper and you got a mansion and shit, I understand why you do. I am not mad at you, but I do need you to please, if you are not actively doing something to change the narrative that you either endorsed, created, or still push, shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up. Real shit. Move in the shadows. What happened to that? I thought gangsters don't make no more. This motherfucker just admitted that he was robbing people. Like, if they find a law to be able to, to get you for old crimes, do you know how many motherfuckers is going to jail just off of podcasts and interviews alone? He admitted to sticking people up. So you don't think that the, and, 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 and Charlotte, like I said, Charlemagne is sitting right there. He knows what kind of things that does to people's mental the 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 aftermath of PTSD and shit of getting of having a gun uh, uh, shoved in your face or watching somebody uh, die in front of you 
Uh, he does. I don't know if he's if that's happened to him, but I know that he knows he knows that it has a definite effect on someone's mental health. And he sells mental health books. So we cannot. And Fat Joe was on Charlemagne the God's show. So we can't just and I'm not saying aim at Charla, but let's question. Let's question a little bit of everything here. Let's we we know we know Joey crack. He we know he about that shit. Not, and that's great. That's wonderful. But at the same time, that's not it's not his time anymore. It's not his time anymore. You 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 you're out of that space. These kids run that. Our methods, our mentality, our whole respect of certain it's niggas that still sitting in jail right now because they didn't snitch on their friends back from when I was growing up. It's it's niggas that's just getting out who got locked up back from when I was growing up because of their loyalty to the gang, their 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 respect. For what it is that they signed up for. They just now getting out of jail. These kids won't sit down for three months. I'm telling you right now. And the only reason that they do sit down, if they sit down, is because they know they got something better to go. They, they, they got something better uh, to come home to after that sit. Most of the time, listen to it. These motherfuckers, all of their music. They shooting at cops. They shooting at you. They shooting at me. They stealing cars. They stealing gas. Uh, I, they scamming. Uh, 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 they robbing. They, uh, come on, man. What did we expect to happen when Fat Joe started talking about this situation? I do know that I expected more out of the host of the show, and I expected more out of Charlemagne just for the simple fact that I fucks with that guy hard. Real shit. Keep it tight, guy, on everything I love. Andrew, holla at your boy, man. And I'm just talking shit right now. But you holla at your boy, man. That that was foul as fuck. Foul as fuck. So let's not just hold Fat Joe uh, accountable for what it is that he said. He wouldn't. He would not have been able to say what it is that he said if he was not on the platform that was there. Man. I'm glad I got that shit the fuck out the way. I did not want to even talk about that shit. Everybody jumped on that shit and tried to jump on Fat Joe and all. I don't give a fuck. There's nothing that you should expect coming out of rappers that that literally made their career bragging about beating up people and robbing them and selling drugs and shit. What did you expect them to do? Has his activities changed since then at all? Have you seen the, the, the Fat Joe Memorial Hospital? What the fuck are you talking about? What? Please explain to me. Uh, I don't see it. When, uh, and one, the last thing I'm gonna say about that is what I did see about his contributions to giving back to the community. And this is something that I think all rappers need to do: get on Wikipedia and lie. Make it seem like you're at least giving some shit back. Uh, uh, it, it says that. Let me see. Uh, give me one second here, because I saw it. his community work. He's been back to his old school, and he donated computers to the, to, to the students. He donated computers to the students. Now, I don't know what year this was. Uh, in 2008, he went to the hip-hop shop, the hip-hop soda shop. He opened a hip-hop soda shop in Miami. But he's from the Bronx, though, right? Uh, uh, which was a community outreach project set up by 
this other guy for the youth to hang out and do things such as record music. Now you're in the studio from the guy named Jody Crack, Joey Crack <coughs> to record music. I wonder what we're talking about in the studio. Okay, and use computers and play the Xbox 360s. I wonder do they have the new Xboxes there and the new PlayStation 5s and shit. I wonder do these rappers go back around and double back to make sure that the facility is still up and standing. Like, you guys need better publicists. You guys need better uh, uh, PR. Call me. I'm available and unemployed. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Now, there's another thing that's been looming in my save, my save uh, uh, folder. Looming. I mean, just looming all the time. I have a whole folder dedicated to, to, to actually trying to address a lot of shit that's going on when it comes to what it is our children are exposed to without our knowledge. And I did a podcast about it recently. Well, not too recently because I podcast almost every day. But I did a podcast. You could go through the through the through my catalog and see it. Uh, the gay BCs. Um, they actually took the ABCs and and changed it into to something that is not. It's not. I don't understand it at all. It's just not what is needed to teach children. Um, they turned it into the gay BCs, um, trying to let children know about gay people and trans people and lesbians and all that other stuff. I don't understand why this, this, I've never understood it. And for the longest, for the longest, I sat in question trying to figure out, trying to understand what the, pre well, why is the push on our children? What was it that some six or seven year old said that hurt somebody's feeling so bad to where they felt like they had to go at the preschoolers. What was it that some teenager said that made it feel like you needed to, 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 to take the, 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 the junior high kids to basically outdoor strip clubs? I've always wondered, and I've been waiting for something like this just to happen. With my son. Um, Hold disclaimer. On. Hold on. Okay, so I'm sitting here with my son. Um, disclaimer. I don't have any problem with the LGBT community. Neither do I. Um, I have friends. I love y'all. But here's where I'm upset. I'm sitting here with my one-year-old son. And we are watching, I think it's Blue's Clues. Anyway, it's on YouTube. And I'm not paying attention, but I'm listening about parade, parade, parade. Okay, cool. I look up on the screen and it's literally y'all. Do y'all see this? It's a drag queen. Since like at this point, it's being forced. Like, uh, since when do we put this stuff in little kids? Like, the decision to be LGBT is not for his age. He doesn't make decisions at that age. Y'all can make that decision when you're an adult. 
do your thing. Please do your thing. But <laughs> seriously, I think I think it's just becoming a little bit too much. I'm putting it in everything, especially ki- leave kids stuff, kids stuff. Just leave leave it be. Mm. Like it's like at this point, y'all trying to force the LGBT onto little babies so that they can grow up. Like let them make that decision. I will school my son on it. It's not like I'm trying to hide him from that because about no. Not at all. But let him make that decision when he's older, not as a kid, trying to figure out who he is and learning about himself. <sighs> y'all, I just I can't. And probably y'all gonna come y'all probably some of y'all gonna come for me in the comments, but that's fine. But I just like this is just ridiculous. I Yeah. Yeah. Now you see it's little bitty things like that. Little things like that. Now when I first saw the post, I wanted to go. I want to. I was ready to record then, but like I said, this is Tuesday, you guys, and, and and I had time to think about this. I've literally had time to think about this because I saw it when it would when it first dropped. Literally, I saw it when it first dropped. Uh, I've had time to literally think about this and be a little bit more thoughtful thoughtful with what it is that I would want to express on this type of content, on this subject matter. I don't know what's going on with my mic, but I don't like it at all. Give me a second here. Yeah, so my thing is this, and it's always been this. Do whatever it is that you do, that you got to do to get through as long as you don't hurt anybody in the process. It sounds so simple. It is so simple. To me, this is a complex, complex, complex thought process for some people to break down that we don't want you teaching our kids that shit. Okay? We don't. Some of us have not had the conversation with our children about birds and bees or any of that. Any of that. Now, Me, it rubs me a little bit differently because I have nine children. Now, I have kids that range in age. My oldest kid is in her 20s. My youngest kid is under 10. So she got to see a completely different programming growing up than what it is my six-year-old is seeing as he grows up. And not to lie to you, my son who is in his 20s also has questioned me about this. Did I see this shit when he was a kid? No, not like this. It was subtle little things that they would throw in that we thought as parents. Kids will never pick on with that. They'll, They'll never. There's a Ren and Stimpy episode, for example. There's a Ren and Stimpy episode where uh, uh, the cat has like a log in his ass and the, the dog has a saw that's coming out of his pants that looks like a penis and he's cutting the log in between the butt cheeks of the cat. And the shit is hilarious. If you're in your 20s, you don't think that your kid 
is going to pick up on that shit. They're too young. They don't know. They, they don't know nothing about that. But it got more and more and more and more and more normal to see those type of things to now we're where we're at right now. I don't understand a lot of things in life. But what I do understand is in 100 years from going from, from being non-represented to being in every fucking TV show, every fucking cartoon just about. And doing it subtly too. Another example, I didn't know uh 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 Timon in The Lion King, the first cartoon one, I didn't know that was a gay actor. I just thought he talked funny. I knew the one in the second Lion King was was gay, trying to be gay, was definitely giving off gay charisma and gay vibes. So so what I'm saying is it's in everything. So now, as 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 a parent, me, I'm not even a young guy. And I got a young kid, but as a parent, I have to definitely start vetting everything. Because it comes in little bitty subtle things. It's in everything. Another example. Last night, I was watching the two-sentence uh, uh, horror shit on, on Netflix. Two-sentence horror stories. And they redid Little Shop of Horrors. But. But. And but. Literally, but. But. They did it with a gay couple. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with 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 uh with gay people being in any type of cinemography or or any of that other shit just like there's nothing wrong with black people being in cinematography or white people or any people by that by that uh 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 by any accord there's nothing wrong with that my thing is this why isn't it that you cannot create more of your own content in everything this shit is in Everything, and I'm not calling what people choose to do shit, but I call everything shit. This podcast is shit, but this isn't everything, and this is this is this is not something that I like as a parent. I want my kid to worry about doing good on on his test instead of worrying about does he like uh uh, uh does he like does he like flat chest or big chest non-binary uh uh furries I, I don't know like it's too much it's it's a sensory overload i think that's why we got all of these kids in this this fucking weird ass uh uh mind space that they're in right now and this is something as parents that we're gonna have to be accounted for uh held accountable for because this is going to be another one of those generational disabilities that we are giving our kids. We are subjecting our kids to there's no such thing as normal, but damn it, there is a such thing as a standard. And the standard on how we all got here is what? I don't need to say it, but I will. It is the man and the woman. And without the man and without the woman, you don't get you. Whoever you are listening to this. Two people got together and they bumped uglies. That's the simple fact of the fucking matter. Two people got together and they bumped uglies and they made your ugly ass. So for anybody else to try to 
subtract the value of what it is to be a woman, I disagree. For anybody to try to subtract the value for what it is to be a man, I motherfucking disagree. So when I see this shit pressed upon our kids, they won't know which is which by time it is time for them to grow the fuck up. They won't know what it is they want to be. Let people grow. I'm asking you to be thoughtful, just as thoughtful as I am. Before I get on here and start slurring and saying other things like that, I try to control myself to have a very, very constructive conversation with people. Because I know no matter what, at one time or another, they're going to come for me for some of these podcasts. And I do have an open invite for your ass. Because I will talk to you like a motherfucker. And I don't mean open invite like that, but I know your minds are nasty. So, yeah, I have an open invite for anybody that wants to talk about this shit. As long as we're not arguing and screaming and hollering and, and, and threatening and all that, I'm open for conversation. I'm open. But what I'm not open for is for this new false religious. This is like a religion now. This is a you better respect. You have to. Well, they talk about everything, no matter where it is that you go. There's a hate speech for everything. I think right now you would be an idiot to make some hate speech against some gay people or against some, tr some trans people. And that's not what I do at all. What I'm trying to do is get people to understand that when you have kids, there's nothing more precious on this earth than your child. And there's nothing that you won't do to anybody for the sake of your child. And not only that, if you have an opinion on what it is that you believe your child is being, uh, uh, if you have an opinion on what it is that you think may affect your child, you're going to speak about that. And I have a lot of opinions about this. A lot. And like I said before, dialogue is open for anybody that wants to have that conversation. But I'm not going to keep going uh, uh, to these posts because eventually it's all going to hit everybody in the head like a damn brick, hard and fast. No lie. Hard and fast. You see, I keep, I keep fucking with y'all. <laughs> it's going to hit you in the head. And, and the simple fact of the matter is that we only got here for the simple fact that we used or understood that we needed each other. Now, in order to need each other or to actually accept each other, we need to try to understand each other. I understand that the misrepresentation for what it is that your lifestyle is was not there in media, was not there in radio. But it was, but it wasn't. But now it's everywhere. Everywhere. Your own channel, cartoons, mainstream movies, and you don't have the option not to watch it. That is what the real issue is here. There's not an option not to watch it. You could have something set up with a young lady or, or, or you could be a young lady and have something set up with a young man. What happened to heterosexual rights? I mean, there used to be disclaimers about sexual activity and everything that goes on in movies. Why, isn't the, why, why are these things not being shown to us as parents? 
I, I'm definitely going to be looking into trying to get somebody from from the FCC or, or from one of these broadcasting places to explain to me why do they feel like it is not appropriate for them to, to, to give the parents the opportunity to choose what it is their children intake. I'm definitely curious on that question because nobody does anything for free unless you're me and an idiot. And, and you already know my grandson to tell you I'm a fucking idiot. And the, these these corporations, these companies, these entities, these these conglomerate, the, the, these these organizations, they have a quota to make. They have money to make. So you can't tell me that they're doing this shit for free. I just want to know at what cost, at what cost, are you willing to jeopardize the future minds of this country? Because the little kids right now that it is that you're influencing this shit with, and like I said, everything is shit, but the little kids that you're influencing this narrative with will be running our country one, one day. And that's the last thing that we need is a bunch of confused motherfuckers who don't know who they are, who don't know what they are, and truthfully, don't give a fuck about their elders. Yeah. Thoughtful. Tuesday. Justice, peace, pie. <laughs> I don't know. Shit, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, motherfuckers, man, you know? I'm well over my time. Well over my time. But, hey, I wasn't here for my meditative Monday. That's what Mondays is. We got the meditative Mondays going on, the thoughtful Tuesdays. So tomorrow is going to be Wednesday. We'll be talking about wealth, man. I'm going to get y'all on a pattern. We all need to get on a, on a different type of a mind state pattern, something more positive, something more peaceful. You know, and I'm done talking to you motherfuckers. I really am. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 you know. Don't you come back. It's time to go. Don't you come back. Get the fuck on, man. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Once again. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. But you do baby, have to go. Baby. You already know, babe. Don't you come back. Don't you come yeah. back. And you can't come back. You don't follow. You don't like. You don't subscribe. You don't even share. Do you care? Do you really? I love you all, but fuck you. Sometimes I'm just fuck you. I don't know what to do. I really don't. Not with you motherfuckers. I know what I'm going to do. Don't you come back. But, uh, don't you, you got to go. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you already know. Don't you come back. Get your shit. I hope the dough don't hit you. What a good Lord split you. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Yeah, don't like. Don't rate. Don't subscribe. You're not doing these things. Don't you come back. Why should I ask? Don't you come back. Get out of here with this work of talk, man. Make it wet. Every single episode is shot in one take. 
all the sounds and the engineering and why it sounds so terrible, you can blame me, Justice. All the content, the impersonations, that's all me. I'd like to give a shout out to the two people of the clips that I used today, Afari Speaks and uh, the young lady who, who, who spoke her mind on that post. I'm not going to draw any more attention to her. Don't go after her. Go after me. And remember, remember, remember this. If you if you don't, if you don't take anything away from my podcast, please take this. Papa. What, dude? I'm about to finish the, 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 the podcast. Okay. All right, I'm about to finish right now. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, man. You good with me. This is justice and the peace. Peace. Debbie. I'm done. Shit. Don't say that. All right, man. Bye.